0: Kia ora, hi, and welcome to another episode of Tana Team Talk, proudly sponsored by Victual, New Zealand's first health and wellbeing supplement that combines ancient Māori and Pacifica wisdom and ingredients. Now, my guest debuted as an 18-year-old in the NRL. He's the winner of two Rugby World Cup medals, winner of a Super Rugby Championship, and represented New Zealand at the Olympics. He's won two NRL Grand Finals and played over 300 professional games in both rugby and rugby league. He's also been a heavyweight boxing champion, holding the New Zealand Professional Boxing Association and World Boxing Association titles, and he's currently preparing for his return to the boxing ring with an upcoming bout versus Barry Hall on the 23rd of March. He achieved his bachelor's degree in applied management with distinction, and he's a regular commentator on Stan Sport and Nine, covering rugby and the NRL. It's a huge honour to have on my show, Sonny Bill Williams. How are you also? Thanks for coming oh, on. Hello,
1: brother. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for the uh, intro, bro. I uh, appreciate it. Very oh, humbly.
0: Got to pay respect. You got to pay respect. Hey, um, you know, as I said, you know, you're preparing for a big bout coming up in a two, two and a half weeks. And I, I really appreciate your time. So how's, how's things going? How's preps going?
1: Yeah, good good preps, um, going on real, uh Tana. I've got a really good fighter in with me at the moment, Joseph Goodhill. Um he's he's uh fighting um Justice Hooney, I think in a in a few months. So he's the next big big star coming out of Australia alongside um uh alongside Joseph and the likes of Willis Meehan. so um to be able to get in the ring, uh, train alongside these type of individuals. You know, you learn so much. So I've come uh, off a five-week stint over in Ireland, uh, in England, um, done some, some pretty good work over there. Got to link up again with Joseph Parker, uh, Tyson Fury and Andy Lee. Uh, so yeah, it's it's great. And um, but I think for me, the one thing I really love about uh, doing this right now is I'm just really grateful to still be able to do this at my age, you know? Um, something that I'm pretty passionate about, and you know, I don't know how many fights I'll have, but uh, it's still pretty cool just to be able to, I guess, transition out of sport at, 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 at still trying to do it at a, at a decent level, you know.
0: Yeah, oh, look, you you mentioned some of the greats there, you know, in terms of boxing, and you've you know, I think as everyone knows, you know, Sonny Bill leaves no stone unturned in terms of his training and preparation. So, what, what was it like training with uh, you know, the world champ? Tyson Fury and um, in that camp in the UK apart from cold
1: yeah it was cold man I tried (laughs) to go in the uh, I tried to go in the water and walk in uh, one day and yeah no it wasn't it wasn't a smart thing to do but I think for me you know the last 20 years as you can attest to Tana being a professional sportsman for that long you know we know how to train hard Mm. you know but the cool thing uh, that I Grasp, and I took from that training alongside Joseph and, and Tyson um, was the mental aptitude that they have towards everything they do. Was that mental? I guess the mental game, that mental side of things, where you know Tyson's like, for me, that's his biggest strength: mm. is his his mentality towards a fight, his mentality in regards to uh, it's either me or you you know, just taking it back to that old school, um, you know, that old schoolness that you probably need in the boxing ring. So for me to get out of my comfort zone, be able to train alongside the best in the world was a a massive privilege. But then to also see that you can have all the sports science, uh, you know, this ice bath, eat this, drink this, you know, this nutrition advice, yeah, Hmm. all of that type of stuff. But then when you break it down real simplistic. That simplicity approach, where it was like for him, it's like it's either me or you, and I'm not budging, you know. And for me, it really took me back to when I was trying to make it in rugby league. You know, I was trying to make it in rugby league. It was like, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to feed my family. I'm trying to buy my mom a house with wallpaper on it. it. It, it, it lights that fire inside of you, you know. So for him, it's like, you know, me or you. Yep. And I'm not budging, you know, and uh, I remember on the first day we got there, we went for a run on a, a mountain, it was an 8K AK of 8K's of run up, up the mountain, and he just looked at me and he goes, um, Sonny, if you stop on this run, you can stop, but if you stop, this, this sport isn't for you. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, bro, you don't know me, I ain't stopping at all, you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, it was a cool experience, son.
0: Oh, just And you would have been through that a lot in terms of your career too, I know you know, you shared a lot of stories with myself about um, some of those hardcore trainings with the with the bulldogs when you first started. I remember you talked about that bike ride you had to go. I don't know, it was like five hours.
1: Yeah, I You
0: know, and um, I think those are some of the things that you again you reminded me about that simplicity and that mindset eh, that you've. had. Like, we're always trying to prove to ourselves. That's why you're kind of you're always looking for something, you know, um, to challenge yourself. Eh? And that's what yeah. I've, I think that most respect for you because you put yourself, you take yourself out of a comfort zone and put yourself into another, because you know, it's been a while since you had your last fight, hasn't it? How long's it been? Yeah.
1: Oh Well, I actually fought last year. So yeah. Know, but that was my first fight in seven years.
0: Seven years, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, And sometimes even now, like I sparred today and sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Why do I do this? But then at the same time, I love it. You know, yeah. you, you, you love it. And for me, it's when I know that I always have to fill that void. Mm. You know, I understand that uh, from, as a as a sportsman, you know, your expiry date, it, you can't, the expiry date is there. You mm. know, you can't, um, it doesn't go forever. So I know that in that space, there's, I always have to have something that will challenge me, you know, whether that be through education, whether that be through my faith, through schooling up a bit more, through gaining more knowledge, mm. all of that stuff. So I understand it, And right now it's boxing. Um, so yeah, I- I'm very grateful still to be able to do that right now at this age. And um, I think, you know, we're in an age where we're in an age where it's when it comes to the boxing game, it's, it's, a, it's entertainment too now. You mm. know, and that suits guys like me because people want to see me fight. They want to. Some of them want to see me get knocked out. Some of them want to see me win. But at the same time, it's not necessarily uh, who are the best fighters out there. It's if people want to watch. You know, and um, for me, yeah, I understand that. But it doesn't. It 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 doesn't stop me from trying my best or taking it as a joke. You know. Mm. So um, I understand the situation. I understand what what's at stake. But I know that. You know, it's. Our fight, they call it turf war, but for me, it's like a pride thing. Like, I don't want this guy to think that he's going to come and represent all those AFL guys and and pump me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's on that top of so. us.
0: <laughs> well, you you you've, you've put a bit of pressure on yourself when you've got the AFL against the the NRL, and you've got the two codes that you have to represent when you jump into that ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. bro. yeah, it's. Um, it's funny, you know, uh, yeah, there's there's that pressure. At the same time, it's it's cool to still be able to do something that I generally love because, mm. you know, when I spoke to my wife about getting back in the boxing ring, I said, oh, you know, let me train for a few months and, and, and see how the body feels uh, because of my knee and whatnot mm. uh, and the injuries that I've had. But the bodies feel amazing. And then... You know, I just said to her, I don't want to be a 40 year old sitting there thinking, oh, I could uh, just imagine I'd I done boxing or I, I had a few more fights, yeah. you know, see how I felt type of thing. So I just want to, I've done everything else in the rugby on the footy field. Like I don't miss it at all, Tana. Mm. I don't know about you, but I don't miss it at all. Uh, so, you know, I I probably watch more boxing than I do rugby now, even mm. though I, I'm, a, I'm a commentator too. <laughs>
0: Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that for sure. And, uh,
1: uh, how are you going, Ous? How, how, how's, how's life been? I always wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you, sorry. How's um, life been away from the forty third? Yeah, Not it's,
0: it's, it's good. It's good, bro. Like, I think, um, like you said, I think taking a leaf out of your book and, you know, others that have kind of stepped away from it and, you know, I've been involved in it nonstop, you know, for nearly 30 years now. So, uh, mm. you know, um, I think... Stepping out of it and going to something different, you know, and this is where my podcast came about because I was uh, learning from different people who have gone into business or who have got out and stepped into a, you know, out of their comfort zone, you know, yeah. which um, again, you know, you have and learning, you know, some of the things that they've done, you know, to deal with it, you know, and, yeah, and deal with it. But, but I'm good, bro. Like um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, that's, I had to mention, You know, you getting your degree because I don't think a lot of people respect, you know, I remember when you received it, I was so happy for you. And I was looking at man, how'd you do that? You know, like I was I was in awe in terms of, you know, I always, I don't know how many times I started a a course, you know, as I was playing (laughs) rugby, but then oh man, that's too hard. I got no time, you know. I always made an excuse of why not to do it. And you know you and I think sitting now and I realize actually I've got time you know you you do you just gotta have better time management, you know you can yeah. make time to do you know an hour or so a day and I'm just starting to learn all that kind of stuff because I've you know i you know, I'm just in it when I'm in it, I'm in it, and I just yeah. want to focus on that you know so yeah I'm good I'm learning new things it's been you know as as you know you would have been through when you're jumping something new, you're learning something different and it's just Scary. It gets scary sometimes, man. And um, that's where the
1: growth comes, eh, bro? That's where the growth comes,
0: you know? And I always remember those chats we had when we were, you know, with the Blues, and that's where, again, you know, with your journey, with your faith, and, you know, you talked about growth and you're reading the books and learning, about. hey, look, we've got to get into this learning otherwise, you know? How can we be better people? So, um, and I think that's probably something also I like to talk about around you know, when you came to Toulon, you know, and, um, you know, for the all, all that came with it and, yep. you know, I didn't realise after reading your book, you know, we hadn't talked about it hugely, you know, about what was going on personally for you. Yeah. And, um, but I also, we also talked about you always standing up for the, the Māori Pacific Island plaza and that, you know, if something's not right, which I see you got from your mum, Lee. You know, yeah.
1: you can, thanks for reading it. Also,
0: I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, well. appreciate it, bro. And um, but also, you know, being able to stand up for someone that at that age. You know, young, you're going through some some tough times in your own life, making that change to come to the other side of the world. Do you want to share a little bit about that journey too, and how you stood up for you know, and, and you know, being a spokesperson for yeah. the multi Pacific um, the players.
1: Yeah, I think you know. I don't necessarily think that um, I'm a spokesman, but I just feel like I speak up for injustice. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, those simplistic. Like for me, my message is always one of simplicity. That's what I say now. Like a simplicity, 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 because I feel like that's the messages my mom gave me when I was young. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you're from. It matters. It matters. It matters what you are, how you are as a person, and you know, with with me, with Islam, that's that's the message that I I get from Islam. It's it's everything's based on how I am, my be, how I am as a person, mm. and I think that's why we connect so, so so much because I feel like you're in that same boat, Tyler. You're like, if it's right, it's right, but you don't give a, you know, excuse the language, if 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 it's wrong just to please someone else. You know, please, uh, someone in a position of authority, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's where that comes from. And um, I think stepping into the leadership role, I guess, or I guess, just it comes from experience. You know, you. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard many stories of you when you're captain of the All Blacks. You know the story when the time went over, the boys were out there doing the media stuff, and all, at the time had passed, and you're like, everyone get on the bus. You know, like for me, it's a, it's th- that's what I respect. And that's what I gravitate to. And that's what I try and command. After, I guess, throughout all my experiences, um, you know, including Toulon, I came over to Toulon. I was very naive. I was young. I hadn't experienced life at all. Um, But what I always had, Tana, was was, uh, uh, the courage to stand up for what I believe was right. And when I left and broke my contract, uh, at that time, I honestly thought what I was doing was right. You know, I honestly mm. thought what I was doing was right. And, you know, looking back in hindsight, yes, I should have done things a lot differently. But was I equipped as a man and, and confident as a man in myself to stand there and go and talk and have those conversations? No, I wasn't at none, none at all. So mm. I stand here um, now, very um, proud of the person that I see looking back at me in that space because mm. I try and talk that talk. I try and, you know, um, I've tried to learn from a lot of my mistakes. I made many mistakes. Um, and just because I've be- become a man of faith, I still made a lot of, of mistakes along that journey. But I, I'm always one to put my hand up and say, I've, I got that wrong. I've got to try and do this better or be a better person, you know. And um, <clears throat> in a simple message, what I've tried to do is try to put as much in it that same amount of energy that I put into that young kid to. That wanted to buy mom a house with wallpaper because we had no wallpaper growing up. I try to put that into the individual, into mm. myself as a man, as a mate, as a uh, person of faith, as a father, you know, as a husband, you know. And um, I feel like I'm, I'm slowly reaping those, those the the rewards of that.
0: Mm. No, definitely. And um, you spoke a lot about um, low self esteem, you know, and, you know, self confidence, and and you know, you know that too, like with. Been involved in teams where you know our players some young players they eh, they just they have all the talent they just lack that self-confidence to to really go out there and grab it because you know um, in our culture you know they're scared of failure they're scared of and sometimes we're a bit brutal as as Pacific Island does with our mocking culture, yep, which yep. which was which was funny at a stage, but then you start to realise actually that's not helping because then yep. everyone's too scared to put, you know. Yep. Um, yep. But I think, you know, that's something that I'd like to talk about because it's really, you know, important now in this day and age, isn't it? You know, yep. our guys getting, you know, their self-confidence up.
1: Yeah, it's hard because it's always horses for courses, you know. Like mm. everyone comes from yeah, we're islanders and we come from similar backgrounds, but it's still very personal, very intimate. Those spaces, you know. For myself, um, I touched on in the book that I never had. Like looking back at it and thinking about it, like my mom and dad worked low-income jobs. My all my dad's brothers were in the were were in the um, gangs growing up. You know, we're in Black Power mm. in the Black Power. Uh, even on my mom's side or low income jobs, you know, there wasn't, I didn't know anyone that was, I had an uncle that um, played for the Kiwis, but he wasn't a close uncle, you know, so mm-hmm. um, I didn't see anyone, you know, in in my circle, of, I didn't have anyone in my circle that was in a position of of power or position of, of influence, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, for us, it was about, you know, struggle, it was about Paying the rent, it was about what's you know putting food on the table. We didn't, dad didn't have time to set us down and say like you know son, if you make it in the make it in sports, or you make it in a professional environment. You know you got to expect da 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 this 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 this. You know I didn't have that at all. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I guess coming from a low whole area as well, uh, I didn't really value education and being good at sports. Uh, it wasn't a route that I I went down. So. It was you know, although I was a beast on the field at a young age uh off the field i was i was a, I was a shell of that you mm-hmm. know so um through my experiences a lot of my experiences i had to i had to i had to live it and I had to learn from it and um you know I guess my mom's strong backbone and 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 my dad's strong work ethic uh and a lot of my mistakes. Made me actually see things for how they were. That um, you know, I needed to a upskill myself and 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 b um, stand up for what I thought thought was right. You know, and and then lead by example. You know, and if I felt like a lot of collectively, a lot of us Islanders or Maldives were in that same boat, if I could show that it can be done through hard work and grit and determination um, because my life was already played out in front of everyone. If I could show I could change through that, um, then I I would, I consider that a win. You know, I consider that something, something good. So when you read out all that stuff at the start, for me, when you read out the the bachelor's degree with distinction, <laughs> <laughs> that was my, that's one of my my, my, my proudest things because, mm. you know, I can sit here and say to my kids, you know, Iman, Aisha, Zaid, Isa, value education because sports, not everything Mm. value education because through education, you know, um, through education, it's going to empower you to step into whatever space you want to step into and be proud of who you are as a person, Mm. you know? And I feel like that was my, my missing, that was the missing uh, ingredient in my life, you know?
0: That's awesome. I've got a question here just around, you know, what are some of the failings that turned into learnings and then your learnings that turned into success? Does that make sense? You know? Because we don't sometimes um, talk about those failures, eh, that we've we've had in life.
1: Um, When I got to first grade, I never used to party or drink. Mm. I've never drunk once or twice, um, but I never used to party or drink until I made first grade until I was 18. And then when I was eighteen, everyone around me it was just back in the early two thousands, as you know, it was mm. train hard, play hard, party hard. You know, in the league culture, that's what it was. So all these guys that I aspire to be like, I'm there. I've made it. Mm. You know, my first year, we win a competition. Um, I get bumped up to a really big contract, so I can get my own that house with wallpaper. I think I've made. I'm, I'm voters in the top, you know, thirteen best players in the world. Um, you know, so I've made it so I can, this is, these are the people that I aspire to be like, so I'm here, well, I'll just do what they do, you know? And for me, that was a big failure because if I'm going to do what they do, then it's, you know, party, partying, um, abusing my body with drugs, uh, womanizing, treating women the way they shouldn't be treated. Not that I was an asshole, but it's like, for me, the morals that I grew up on And especially, you know, now as a man of faith, how I try to live my life and what I try to pass on to my son in particular, all of that at the time, I didn't know what was happening to me, but all of that was that lifestyle was eating away from me, was taken away from me, was taken away from me me to a point where I ended up depressed and had mental health issues where now the life I try to live is one of boundaries is one of, um, you know, simplicity of being a good person. Like, you know, not having to, not, you know, not, not trying not to party, try not to live that, that, that lifestyle that put me in a place with, with that lifestyle of no boundaries mm. that put me in a, in a, in a, in that place of depression. Whereas now I try and flip it on its head and, and, and live a life of positivity and, and, and goodness, you know, so, and, and, it, 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 and living my life like that, you know, um, Gives me that solace and contentment in my heart that I yearn for, that I love. You know, yeah. You know uh, what I mean, Tana. And, yeah, and I feel like that's worth a million dollars. Just mm. that alone having that, being able to just sit back and just say, "Man, thank God!" Like humble, like as Muslims say, humble means thank God. And just looking at my kids, you know, like playing mm. with my kids or being with my wife, you know, and just being my mom and my dad and my and, and and my siblings, and we're still real close. It's it's you know, like the look at last week. Well, you know, three a few days ago, Steve uh, Shane warned, yeah. you know,
0: he's
1: fifty-one. Life goes like that, you know. So to be able to sit there and just just calm everything down and say, wow, so grateful for where I'm at, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, I think in, in, in saying that, you know, like in terms of you know your your rugby league days, when you went back to rugby league after uh, after rugby, you know, what was the things? Um, what were the things that you learnt in your rugby journey that you took over to when you went back to, to the roosters, you know, for that couple of years and you know you
1: I think I think um you know at you know what it's like in the All Blacks tunnel. it's like uh, you know, they sports science is another mm. level one. That's the best of the best, you know, mm. where we go, when we eat, where we recover, you know, all of that type of stuff. And I was a student of the game. You know yeah. what I'm like, and I'm always asking yeah, always wanna always looking for those little one percenters, you know. So mm. for me, you know, being exposed to that at such a high level, uh, going away on tours and 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 whatnot, I took all of these little learnings and I brought it back with me and I and, and that's what I took back to the roosters and I just wanted to be the best version of myself, you know. Mm. So um going in Early, you know, I, unders- I worked out after, especially I- I'd go going in early, recovering, eating the right food. All of that stuff was just normal for me, mm. you know, because I'd been living it for so long. And and being exposed to it at an all-black level, you know, you know that scientific- the scientific approach, you're doing everything possible. And that's what I was doing. Mm. Uh, for me at the Roosters, I remember after the first game when um, Greg Inglis and Sammy Burgess just ran right off over us you know I worked out that physically I wasn't the at the standard that I needed to be so what I would do is I would go back and I would, had a great um rapport relationship with the strength and conditioning guy his name is Keegan Smith who I'm still close with today but I'd go in maybe an hour hour and a half or two hours before Russo's sessions would would train and I'll go in and do strength uh, extra strength session you know maybe two three times a week just to get the body back up and going and and whatnot it was like it was just that it's just that mentality you know what i've always ha- had done i just by any means necessary you know by any means necessary and, and i guess that's what i i took back to the roosters but along with that whole um sports science approach doing all of these little one percenters and. Uh, I was I was very fortunate to go back to the Roosters too because it, I, I, I found that, you know, they had finished second to last the year before, but the players that they had, you know, Michael Jennings, um, Hargrave, Sammy Moore, um Maloney, mm. you know, we all came, came to the club, but we all came to the club with something to prove. So it was a great fit, a uh, great mix of guys you know, and then you had the guys there like Boyd Cordner, Jake Friend, Mitchell Pearce, um, Sean Kenny Dow, like great players. Mm-hmm. And then we all just gelled, you know. And then under the, the guidance of um, Trent Robinson, who was big on, uh, you know, personal development, big on team camaraderie ship. Like, I don't even know if that's a word, but it sounds
0: good. <laughs> yes, that's um, definitely a word, bro.
1: Yes. Yeah, you know, we all came together and it was a special season.
0: Mm. So, and I think, you know, one of your uh, teammates from that team, he switched over to, to to come back to Rugby Union now too. You know, yeah. Uh, he's making um, – and he's got very uh, – he's very similar to yourself in terms of looking for those one percenters, you know, just like I've met with him a couple of times. I'm sure he won't mind me saying. And it was, reminds me that when you first came to – because you came with a lap- laptop, um, what do you know, or clips of yourself training, and he was very much the same. You yeah. know so you know that Mine was is- a
1: pen and one pe- was a pen and paper though
0: <laughs> <laughs> chalk yours was chalkboard <laughs> you know and i remember us sitting in our, in our little uh what was it that oh, that office that we had in france that we'd always sit in and, and have a chat after trainings but you know roger's doing the same thing and um you know he's on that in that journey to come back too um and i remember you know i think you know i, I can't say that you know, you you learnt everything from rugby. But one thing that when I when you came to us in France, your work ethic off the field was second to none. You know, and you know I always tell that story of when you had to go out at night and you were meant to do a a, a run, you know, a, um, a recovery run or, or something. And I think your old man, you got your old man up at 11 o'clock at night. You went down the road and you got him to. To shine the headlights down the that, <laughs> that little one meter wide strip of grass that goes down yeah. the and you, you just did shuttles back and forth down that road at eleven o'clock at night, and I'm sure John Senior was he, I'm sure he, when he said it to me, I said, man, I don't know what I'm this is not my job, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love my dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you know with RTS, um, he's special, man. You know, mm. like. I got asked. I think when he when he said he was going to rugby, oh, you know, is he going to make make it? That I I said to them. I said, look, it's not a question of is. It's just you know, when will he make it? You mm. know, and uh, because I played with him, he was only eighteen when we were at the Roosters, and he was like that, Tana. Yeah, you know, for such a young guy, he was very mature. Um, a really beautiful guy. You yeah. know, really beautiful guy. Just for such a good good man. You know, and. Uh, the respect he had at the roosters at the at the kiwis you know for him to go on and captain and 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 achieve everything that he's achieved for me it's no surprise so he mm-hmm. deserves all the accolades he gets because he's such a good man but also a freak of a of a of, of a talent you know and um you know when you look at players playing rugby or rugby league the 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 simple thing i always look at is can the player beat, beat another guy one-on-one? On one? And, you know, that yeah. guy is one of the best in the world at doing it. So all he needs to do is get his groove, get a feel for it. And he, you know, he's a student of the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, we've seen in round one against the Hurricanes, he was beating defenders one-on-one, on one, you know, mm-hmm. and making inroads. So um, that, I feel like that will be a consistent get style of game for him. You know, mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't outrightly do anything outrageous, but he had a, Unbelievable game, you yeah, know. Yeah. So um, he's definitely uh, destined for higher honours. Uh, and you know, I'm just like you, just a um, looking forward to, to to following him and watching him do his thing, especially at, on the All Blacks level, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, hopefully he gets there. And yeah, oh mate, 100 percent for sure. I think it's, you know, I think he's definitely got the ability and and the work ethic, which is the key yeah. thing, as you know. Hey, we'll just pause there, bro. Can you turn the light on, bro? It's uh, stunning. Oh, sorry, it a bit awful. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we all know from the earth, goodness grows. Vixal, New Zealand's own health and well-being supplement range with native and Pacific ingredients. Visit vixal.co.nz and take your first step to help your goodness grow. lost my train of thought, bro. Uh, that's my problem When I stop it, I we get into a <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, so. How do you go, How are you going with all of this?
1: You're doing well with
0: it, man. Oh, appreciate good, it, bro. Yeah, no. Um, I think again, bro, well, it's just part of that learning uh, grossing, and all like, that stuff. Hundred percent, bro. Like, um, you know, I, I didn't know who to talk to, um, so I thought, you know, my my wife said oh, I won't. You know, she'd always said I should do a podcast. And you know, so this is what the podcast was about you know talking to people like yourself you know who have kind of stepped out of their comfort zones yeah, yeah. Um, and gone into something different you know and you know we've talked to uh, other guys around the same thing and you know you learn a lot of things and there's probably one thing bro is around um what transferable skills from sport you know have you taken to now you're you're a um you're a commentator uh which actually so you know. If we if we were talking if we were talking back in the day, there's probably one thing that I didn't see you going into.
1: It's,
0: so so how's that all going?
1: Yeah, it's all right, Tana. It's all mm. right. It's tough, bro. It's tough. But um, I felt like towards the end of last year, you know, I started getting a bit more comfortable in it. Mm. Uh, but you know, they're the same when it comes to TV. They said, you know, the more time in the saddle, the better. Yeah. You know, um, you just got to get in there and do it. And uh, for me. You know, to be honest, for me, I don't see a future in it uh, long-term. Uh, you know, I know a few other people always say, oh, maybe just, you know, you'll get better, mm. but for me, it's just about showing that if you put your mind to something, you can do it, you know? And as an Islander and as a as a Māori, I always wanted to step into that space because especially in the rugby league scene over here, we represent so much on the field, but nothing on TV over here, commentary-wise, you know? Mm. So um, it's just about walking that, that talk in that space so uh yeah and it's transferable skills i think in life it's just one of putting the vulnerability hat on and getting out there and doing it yeah putting yourself in those uncomfortable places spaces with uh with a big picture view knowing that you know in a few years this might happen or you know just, just and 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 grind in way at it daily this step by step by step by step you know so um that's probably the biggest thing that I I take from my sporting journey into life in general you know mm. uh and then you know it's the hardest thing for me is because I'm a, I've, I've been a, I've always been a perfectionist you know yeah especially on the footy field oh you want to do this right do this do this mm. and so you know when you walk into the into normal life and you do things that you're not good at at all you have to be gentle with yourself too and just appreciate the grind that you're going through you know
0: yeah no a hundred percent and i think you know as you've said some of those uncomfortable positions you know like as you do you've talked about you know being one of the first you know Polynesians, you know, um, Island Boys on TV, you know, and doing that presenting role. And I know you've talked about, you know, our brown faces or our, you know, Polynesians getting into other areas of sport as well, you know. And, um, you know, you've been, I think you're right, you know, in terms of, you know, we make up nearly 50 to 60% of, um, you know, teams around, you know, both in, in both codes. Yeah. And yet we're underrepresented in terms of you know the administration and you know the even, higher you even go, coaching.
1: The higher you go, the lower it is. You yeah, know?
0: So, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think again, as you know, people like yourselves leading the way in that area, you know, it was important. So you know, people can see that it can be done. You know, it, it is uncomfortable because it's not a, it's not natural for us to be in front of the camera on purpose <laughs>
1: yeah and it's it's tough because you know i' in that space i've been into I've been into um you know like uh sponsored boxes or the the boxes in the hierarchy where you go in and everyone's in there and mm. they're, they're having to drinking some champagne watching the game and they are seeing it from their point of view that you know all of that type of jazz and for me i'm like why can't why can't my people be here? you know not mm. necessarily drinking champagne but why can't my people be up in these boxes making money off the game calling the shots mm. deciding in these rooms what happens out there you know why can't yeah. my people do that you know what i'm trying to say so yeah, yeah for me uh, you know straight away my the mom's um uh, <laughs> activist comes out of me i'm gonna do this do this do this but at the end of the day you know i'm just a a little blip in this thing that we call well in in, in in the universe or whatever it is, but I feel like if you're doing what you feel is right, um, it gives you that that, that, that contentment in, in yeah. your heart, knowing that you're you're fighting for your justice, you know? So.
0: Mm. and you yeah, someone's gotta start it up, uh, you know, it might um you know it might not be you, but It'll be you that starts it, and then some you know, you open up the door, and then people will flood through, and then they'll you know, it keeps the door open for others to come through, you know. And that's it, bro. Yeah. You know, it's just making sure that you know we do it in the right way so they know, you know, we can we can sustain it, ah, it's not just there and come back.
1: And, and you've been at the forefront of that for a while, Tana, too. You know, mm. like the first Samoan, there wasn't a Samoan captain of the Obelix before you came along. Now, look, you know, Ari Aveer is. Mm-hmm. Standing there loud and proud, you know, a lot of what I mean, like holding it down for us. Um, you mm-hmm. know, that's one of the leaders in those group, group too. You know, it's cool. Um, but that all started, they all had to start somewhere. And, um, I remember you standing up and, 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 and running the cutter there, you know. So, um, we all, I guess, have to do it all in our little own little way, but I I feel like. I'd love to see, you know, in 10, 20 years, it's just it's it's just the norm, you know mm. what I mean? But um, yeah, you have to go through a little bit of uncomfortableness, which I guess I'm trying to do um, in my own little way.
0: Yeah, oh that's beautiful, bro. So in terms of, you know, so if it's not gonna be um, uh, commentating, you've stuck to be your life in front of, what are you working yourself towards? You know, you've got your degree, you know. We've been talking, and I know you're a big advocate for too, you know, for our those that are playing sport to have something for afterwards, you know, you've done your education uh, and you're still playing. So, you know, I mean sorry, playing, you're, you're still involved in sport now. Yep. But what have you been doing or what have you done, you know, to look after you and your, your family for life after?
1: I've been uh, very grateful, you know, Coda you know, mm. Coda, my manager. I've been very grateful to have him in my life who's financially helped me set me set myself up. Um, you know, not crazy crazy. I'm not worth crazy amount of money, but I'm um, I'm comfortable, you know. My family's comfortable, my you know, I try and look after my my mother in law, my mother, my father, you know, that type mm-hmm. of us. Uh, because, you know, how many cars do you need? How many houses do you need? You know, so yes, I'm comfortable in that space. Uh, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but, you know, I always think, I know that I'll dig my teeth into something that will be meaningful to me, you know, and uh, like I said, financially, alhamdulillah you know, if I'm not extravagant, I'll be okay, mm. you know. Um, so for me, what, I feel it looks like post boxing and post commentary. I would like to get into my faith a bit more and, and learn a bit more about that, starting with maybe um learning how to speak Arabic, you know. Um my daughter at school can already speak a bit more than me too, so that's a bit of a challenge. But uh, you know, me and my wife were going on Hajj this year, inshallah, God willing. Um so that's a pilgrimage that we mm. do as Muslims. So me and my wife have made our intentions to go on that. Uh so you know I th- I feel like for me um and it's not everyone's cup of tea and so be it but that's a big part of my household me and my wife mm. um what what gives us happiness is our faith um so I'll, I'll probably delve into that a bit more uh and then you know whatever happens you know when it comes to sport and coaching um I'd love to still be a part of that in some degree um you know that's probably something I wanted to talk to you too about, Tana. That I hope I hope that you just haven't just dropped all of that to the side. You know, I hope you're still um, helping out some of the boys because you know your uh wisdom and and your knowledge, you know, it's second to none in that space. Also, for me, I get off on on the um individual connection, you know, helping mm. out individuals and um and 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 not hoarding my experiences as a sportsman. So maybe. I see myself doing that type of role in some in some in some degree, uh, but yeah, it's not. Um, I'm grateful that I don't have to go and work nine to five or seven mm. to seven to five digging holes, you know. So I'm, I'm always grateful for for that.
0: I've oh, done that. We've done that, and, and that's why we chased our dreams so hard, uh, you yeah. know. Um, and uh, you know, I think you know, and say "Oh, geez, you'd be." I'd say anyone would, you know, the experience that you have, and your willingness to share, you know, as as you know, we've heard um, now, and, and as I know, it would be taken up by anyone. You know, I'm sure that um, you know, anyone would be able to take that up uh, would be willing to take that up. And know, I, I haven't, um, I haven't forgotten about uh, our know, footy. It's, oh, I love it. Yeah, you know, I think is you know. It, it, it's just part of who I am. I think I just love the game. Yeah. I love giving back as we do. Um, you want to? I get buzz buzzes out of you know seeing you know people succeed. You know our players that we've, we've come across in our time. You know, yeah, you, you get excited about their success and and helping others. You know, achieve the dream that we've been able to live out. You mm. know, and um, you know because. You know, if we go back in our careers, you know, it could have changed. It could have been really different, you know, through some of the decisions we've made. Um, but with good people, good mothers kept us on, <laughs> and good wives and and uh, uh, sisters, and you know, and family, you know, they've that, kept us on the, on the straight and narrow. Um, I just think in terms of, look, I'll go back to the roosters because I, I just love that story around... Um, Nick Politis and yourself, and I think just that ethos that he's created at the Roosters about you know it's not just the player on the field, it's the player off. Can you just talk a little bit about your relationship with with Nick Politis, if that's right? You know, and yeah. how he got um, you back to the Roosters.
1: Yeah, so we had a handshake agreement, pretty much, Tana. Mm. You know, uh, from when I came over to you uh, that. As soon as I, because I, he wanted me to come back straight away and come to the Roosters. But then obviously I, I had to, in order to get out of my contract, I had to pay a million dollars. Mm. But I had to stand down for five years. So I wasn't allowed back in the NRL for five years. So I said to him, at that time I said, you know, um, as soon as I can come back to Rugby League, if I come back to Rugby League, uh, no, I said, no, if as soon as I come back to Rugby League, I'll come back to you in the mm. Roosters. You know, handshake agreement we don't need a contract anything and our, our I guess relationship just kind of formed from there and when I would go back to Sydney now and then he'd want to catch up for a feed and just talk about things and whatnot and I think I think uh, I remember one of the, th- the things that really kind of must have set him back and made us kind of connect and all, uh, in, the, in, in, the, in that space was he took me out for dinner at this fancy restaurant so I'll never go eat that <laughs> i like oh bad. you know anyway <laughs> went there and like you know and I think I think he must have been used to like whining and dining people and, and, and impressing them that. well for me it's like Whoa, let's just go down and get some fish and chips we'll be all good have a yarn you know and connect yeah. in that space but when we're there you know before before we left i got up first and i went made sure i paid the bill paid the, you know yeah, nice yeah. because he's this guy's a billionaire or whatever it is but yeah. for me it's like it's not all about money it's mm. about being a good person and you know i wanted to show him that like yeah even though you have money all the money in the world for me it means more just to have a, a decent conversation and a, a connection and and that's where we got off that's where we connected and um you know i've still got a pretty good relationship with Nick Uh, And, you know, I still wish all those boys um, all the best, the Roosters, because, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't just win a a premiership and and it just be finished, you know. So Mm -hmm. I still have a great rapport and relationship with um, the Bulldogs boys, most of the Bulldogs boys that I played with because of that, you know. Uh, So, yeah, I always look back at my time at the Roosters with fond memories and being able to go back from rugby to rugby league and, and transfer my skills that I learned as well, you know. We talked about the nutrition and the sports science point of view, but to go back and play rugby league uh, at a, at, and bring a different point of attack was something special as well, something that I really enjoyed as well, you know. Mm. And that was something that I brought back from playing rugby, you know. and rugby, we're not just like this. We're like, that. Hey, what's happening here? What's happening there? Okay, I've got to be the voice here. I've got to, you know, as a midfielder, I've got to... Yeah. Calmed from my outside boys into the inside defensively, you got to be that blue in that unit. Whereas rugby league, predominantly, you're on one side of the field or you're on the other. So when I Mm. first went back, my eyes were like that (laughs) man, there's this opportunity, there's that opportunity. Roger, hit, stay on the wing. I want to throw you a a long ball, you know? Yeah. Um, So I had a a few run ins with our attack coach, but those different dimensions that I brought back, they probably hadn't seen from a second rower. like that, you know, and I still had that physical presence that I could bring too. So that was something pretty cool that I brought back. And Nick appreciated all of that. Yeah. You know, Nick loved, loved the, loved the, loved that 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 type of of, of style of play. You know, mm. Um
0: I think just you know, what is something that obviously you keep yourself fit because of, you know you're boxing and that. <laughs> But what about for your mental health? How do you take care of yourself for your mental health? You know, is it just your faith that you you delve into? Or is there, you know, do you have some people go for long walks and, you know, um, and things like that? What do you do, bro?
1: I feel like it's all encompassing. Mm. Um, it's all encompassing, you know. For me, it starts off with faith. But what faith teaches me is a, ha- a healthy body equals a healthy mind as well. And to have a healthy body you've gotta physically look after yourself you've gotta you know um eat the right type of foods not all the time but you know it's always it's always kind of like a limit like I always like my simple message in that space now is you know when it comes to nutrition eat majority of eat a well balanced diet you know? yeah you don't always have to eat so clean 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 like yeah have a cheap meal now and then because it's good for the soul mm. as us islanders like to say you know what I mean but um, experience nature, get out there and walk with, with your kids and hang out, be present with the kids, mm. you know, own your phone. Your phone don't own you. You know what I mean? So you know, when I go home, I'll put my phone down for long periods of time. Um, you know, I, I try and earn my phone time, you know, connect with my wife on that deeper level, um, understand that, you know, for example, with my wife, she's not just a mother She's her own person too. Give her time to go out and do what she and, and, and find herself and be herself and, you know, respect her like she respects me. Mm. Respect my kids. Don't just think that it's one way traffic where I'm a dictator. You know, it's a back and forth relationship. Mm. So, you know, all of these little things that um, I can't say I get right every day, but I try. Yeah, but yeah. I try, and that's all we can do. And then it's all intertwined, all mashed up with my faith mm. praying studying, like praying five times a day was trying to pray with my heart five times a day instead of just living yeah it's something it's something unbelievable in that because you know you're calm you're peaceful you're, you're, you're you know you're grateful for just living you know mm. i've got so much to be grateful for but if i get stuck in that trap where it's, I want more, 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 more. Accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. What more can I get? What more do I need? I want this. I want that. You know, if I get stuck in that trap, it's it's a dark spiral to to negativity and bad thoughts. You know what I mean? Mm. So I feel like that's yeah, that's and, and, and that's that's my key to to mental health. But it always goes back for me. My home base would be prayer. Yeah. My home base will be safe and then it allows me to kind of give, look at a bigger picture, look at everything more clear. Sorry, bro. It's, it's, it's pissing down out there, bro. Excuse the language.
0: No, that's, yeah, I was just going to say, he has, he's been affected by the weather. But...
1: Oh, I've been, I, I came back from the UK two and a half weeks ago thinking that it was going to be, um, <laughs> you know, 40 degrees. It's going to be working on my tan and all of that stuff, but it's just been raining every day also. Every day. It's awesome. Pretty much every day. Thoughts and prayers go out to all those people that are affected by the floods. It's pretty bad over here, man.
0: Oh, I really know, bad, I know. Actually. I saw it, bro. But hey, last question before you go in, bro. Um, so what advice or what are the tips that you'd give you know, young, aspiring sports people? You know, what are the key things that um, you'd like to share with them?
1: Yeah. Um, A better man makes a a better person makes a better sportsman. Uh, so you know the old saying and giving you receipts, so just be a good person. Uh be a student of the game. And by any means necessary. Hey <laughs> By like any means necessary, yeah
0: man. Nice. Yeah, do the man. work, uh do the work. Yeah.
1: Do the work, man. Do
0: the oh, work. Oh hey, also I appreciate your time, bro. And I hope you're not getting wet out there.
1: <laughs> nah, so, any time for you, any time for you, also. I love you, brother, and um I appreciate what you what you've done for me personally, but I appreciate what you do for our community in there too, bro. No, oh,
0: I love you too, bro. And hey, you take care of yourself. All the best, you know, for the upcoming fight tools. I'm also awesome. Hello, whakua. yeah. yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Take care. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out Victual's website at www. That's
1: So you can rebalance your lifestyle with ancient wisdom and ingredients.